You are listening to the Loitering and Unarmed podcast, an unapologetic conversation with fellow social justice warriors to engage in radical talk that inspires radical results for Ohio's poorest city. Hosted by Izzy and Jay, two East Cleveland provocateurs committed to narrative change and economic justice. Yeah, and we're going to get into it about like what is narrative change and why it's important for East Cleveland, I think. I think I because and I'm I'm only saying that because I, I came in thinking I was going to talk about some about like what you know what does loitering mean and how do we get into it and what 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 are we what are we actually doing this and how what are we doing what are we doing and how mm-hmm. but again I had four people send me you know more negative news about East Cleveland right which. Uh, which I don't know if you 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 heard. Saw, uh, you it's saw always it. something. Yeah, this is the thing. Like one of the things I want to kind of I don't know, man. You can't you can't talk about it without talking about the negative or the downside of it. But it gets a little tiring of we just talking about the problems all the time without talking about the solutions, right? Mm-hmm. So highlighting the problems get a lot of spin, right? And on the flip side of that you know what's the solution right so loiter is the solution on top of it but you know so no that's exactly that's my whole point around like what is it what's the what we say we're about narrative change and there's this whole conversation that people are talking about narrative in general right so why is narrative important right and this gets to what you're talking about is hey um there's a negative narrative about east cleveland I mean, if I was to Google East Cleveland right now, it would just be all negative Absolutely. stuff. Nothing, nothing positive. Absolutely. I'm about to do it right now, actually. Let me so, see what so if you swing you it talk. in the other direction, how do you swing it in the other direction without setting up some, some, some setting up shop? Well, that that's the, that's the, that's number one. That's what loiter is about. That's why we not only are claiming space in our physical. Uh, you know, in, in the physical, but we claim in space in the digital world as well, as well. And that's one of the purposes of this podcast is to make sure that we have appropriate space to talk about, you know, positive black experiences. Being East Cleveland is ninety five percent, you know, black. So if we can actually deliver on, you bring in positive messages, positive role models for for our children, um, then all of a sudden. Uh, East Cleveland no longer becomes synonymous with, you know, blight, crime, corruption, you know, candidates pushing the mayor, (laughs) allegedly, you know, all of that stuff. Then all of a sudden we become more synonymous with, hey, this is a couple brothers from East Cleveland, you know, talking about how to enact a change that, you know, we would like to see for our children. And so loiter is, is a step in that direction uh, and inviting people to do that work with us, not in a negative way, in a more positive way to say, hey, look, we know the challenges, but this is a, 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 a platform for us to talk about it, you know, unapologetically, yes, but positively, like what, what's next? What, what, how do we move forward knowing the situation that we're in, right? So let me, let me jump in. How do you, okay, so one of the things is like, it's a little difficulty, it's it's some difficulty in maneuvering as loiter, just starting out. So we talk about like, this is what we're trying to do. 
this is the plan, this is this, that, and the other. But at the same time, it's some difficulty in moving as lorded because of the politics, because of the city, because of so certain things is kind of being slow rolled or it's kind of difficult. You want to talk about how to how to, how do we maneuver or not getting into what's going on mm-hmm. if unless you want to, but how do we maneuver in this space with all of this poli- getting around the politics and all of this stuff? Yeah, and that's a good point. I mean, especially right now, there's a there's a, a primary that's happening. So, you know, if you ain't registered to vote, I think it's too late to register now to vote, right? But if you are registered, you know, make sure you 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 go you 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 vote. You talk about you you talk about you you're tired of what's happening in East Cleveland, but pick pick, pick your candidate and don't let people choose your destiny. And I'm not saying that the, that you know, you know, any end of the, any you know that that whoever gets in office is going to change you know you know everything that needs to get changed but at least you know we need we need to put our voices out there uh to be aligned with the complaints that we've been ushering up right you know offering up so but it's a twofold so you got to have that in place so it's no way to maneuver without having the right council people the right mayor the right legislations and policies to 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 get to, to so it's part of it basically yeah, absolutely. And us, I mean, me, me as, a, as an entrepreneur coming back to East Cleveland, who is not trying to be in, 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 in these political spaces, but is, tr- you know, really committed to doing the work that I've been doing, you know, elsewhere and just bringing that work home, you know, to the city that raised me. Uh, you know, we we started doing some cleanup you know, over on 15001 Euclid Avenue, which is where our headquarters is, uh, which is going to be the house, which is going to be where our marketplace is going to be. Look forward to some pop-ups happening there this fall. Uh, It's going to be a a farmer's market location as well, which we already registered with the state to be a farmer's market location so people can come and, uh, you know, purchase local foods and healthy foods right from that location. but in addition to other things that are happening on our three acres that we, we secured, uh, you know, the first interaction that we had with the with with, you know, with the city, you know, to be honest, wasn't wasn't a, uh, you know, it, it like you said, without getting into it, it was it wasn't a an offering of thanks. I can tell you that it wasn't an offering of like, oh, wow, man, thanks for, you know. You you helping out you cleaning up it's it's it's, it's adversarial and that's just and to why me why is that uh, I because that? when you when we because racism and it, just being oppressed it leaves wounds you know it, it and you know we all are affected by it right and so we you don't you don't trust nobody coming in exactly here. I mean but but it's not like would you trust it if it was uh some white dollars coming oh, in yeah there? of course of course and that's why a lot of the powers are, are 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 aligning the efforts to being towards university circle to doing development up by university circle um and so if you know if we were doing development up there and we were intentionally partnering with you know gentrifying forces that brought in outside uh outside populations and outside communities to 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 east cleveland to 
to usher in new development, you know, with new faces, which is the definition of, of, of gentrification, I think we'd be, we'd, be, we'd be a little bit more well-received. And when you come out and you talk about the difference between economic development and economic justice, that becomes a problem to those who are married to status quo efforts to uh, develop in communities that have been marginalized over the years. What? I love it. Um, you know this wasn't an easy. You know this was. You know this wasn't going to be an easy task when you took it on. So, I mean, but that's why we coming in with with, <laughs> with the proper partnership. I mean, look, when we, look, look at the end of the day, look, you knew we, what the job was when you signed up for. We it, knew it. Our partners knew it. Our advisors know know knew it, and they know it now. I mean, we're we're assembling our board. You know, our, our, our board of directors, they know it too. So we're being very strategic about how we're moving and who we're inviting to this space. And we also, there I don't know what the saying goes, but actually Mr. Soul said it to me the other day, and I can't remember exactly what it was. But it was like, you know, I don't care how much time it takes. You know, just don't waste no time. So we're not trying to waste shout time. Out, shout out to Mr. Soul, man. His name then popped up in both <laughs> episodes. Got, he might as well be on episode hey, yeah, two. Exactly. I mean, three. Yeah, he going to be in that for sure. For sure. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> but no, he said it the other day, and that's true. We ain't trying to waste no time, right? And so we're coming in, you know, very aggressive because that's how I like to move, and that's how stuff gets done, you know? And... You know, we we spent our efforts early on trying to put ourselves in a position to where we can we can talk. You know, we made investments into our platforms, you know, of delivering our message, which is part of what this podcast is. We put early investments into, you know, our our website, you know, efforts into aligning, you know, partners who are interested in economic justice models for East Cleveland and for and for for partners who are interested in establishing this community owned supply chain. So we got people from you know the president I mentioned again, I mentioned Doug Rao, president former president of Trader Joe's is, is on is on our team advising on some of this, you know, to make sure that we can provide affordable, healthy, you know, food, you know, in a marketplace in a city that doesn't have a grocery store. That doesn't have a bank. I mean, we're we're starting our wealth hub in a city that currently doesn't have a bank. You know, U.S. Know. You can't even you can't they, even go to U.S. Bank, bank no more. They had a bank. What's up with U.S. Bank? Why the sign still up and you can't go in? It was a bank right next door to Walgreens too. That was like a key bank across the street from City Hall. Yeah, it's it's nothing. So we don't it's have a bank in the city. So when people are listening from out out of town or y'all don't understand the the, the magnitude of what East Cleveland is. It's, it's not, this isn't a community that we're talking about doesn't have a bank. We're talking about a city. We're talking about like 17,000 people that live here that don't have a bank. Somebody lost their life at that bank, bro, at the ATM, bro. Really? So, absolutely. So, um, <laughs> it's just, I don't want to talk about the negative stuff, bro. But no, but that's facts, though. Know, I mean, yeah, that, that's, that's good. Um, I mean, it's good to bring up. Some, because money, it, some money was getting... Um, extorted from the I don't know the mayor's office or something. And they was using that bank. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, so, no, so you're right, know, but man. but no, that's the, again, that's that's the quick Google search around East Cleveland. What's going to pop up? It's going to be a story about you know some you know some you know someone from City Hall moving money. You know, you know in envelopes. You know. <laughs> 
to the to the AT. I, yeah. So at the end of the day, what we're trying to do is invite people into the reality that exists so overtly in East Cleveland. It's not even because we don't have any anchors. Oh, again, you know, did you hear also this week that the last part of GE is moving out? I saw it. You know? Yeah. So, so what are the anchors? What what's are the... That, what's the what what's are the anchors? The fallout, what's going to be the fallout from that? Well, I didn't read it. I mean, you can imagine. I mean, Cleveland Clinic bounced. You know, I mean, all that space. It's almost like a. That's. It reminds me of a university of a campus. That's how big General Electric is. It goes for miles. Yeah. So GE is pulling Alanila Park. Yeah, I mean that's that's what came across. So what are they gonna do with all that space, all them buildings, all of that? It, part of it is part, a lot of those buildings haven't been you know occupied anyway so they were they were only u- utilizing a portion been doing some crazy digging in the back mm-hmm. for the last past i want to say month mm-hmm. they like did they because behind ge is like a ravine so they made a they kind of cut all these trees back and i i should have looked down i couldn't really see down the hill but they kind of dug out a trench, it looked like, and they was doing some, like, trucks up and down the street like crazy. So this was, like, before that news popped off, so I don't even know what the heck they was doing. Yeah, but. apparently, I mean, I think there's a company that is going to remain there, but it's not going to be, be GE anymore, right? So there's a company that's still going to be operating in there, and there's a that, – but the last uh, – you know, G the the last um, I guess you know, you know company that's associated or, or division that's associated with GE is moving to Beachwood, right? Yeah. And so so I mean, what what do you need? What you need, bro? It's not about me. I what do you need? <laughs> I don't know. What do we need? I mean, I guess what I mean. Need, but bro? that's a good what question, Loiter. I mean, at the end of the day, like we're not. We're not. We're not saying that we got the answer. Let me just, let me let me say this. Let me say this. I'll rephrase it since you don't like that question. Um, you talk about not just uh, loiter is not just um, tangible things, but it's a it's a concept, right? Yeah. Right. So the concept part seems like it's going to take a little bit longer than the actual tangibles right so you know setting up the farmer's market as soon as possible is people need to see it before they can believe it true yeah so that and and also it shows it shows commitment from our partners like uh um food depot to help Environmental Health Watch that's supporting in some of these efforts to okay. to, to bring, you know, to, to 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 support the people of East Cleveland because so, they understand the deficit. Got you. So, what's the first thing? Do you have a a roundabout date on what's the next? Are we having a a pop up? We having a, an event where we sitting and talking to folks? We just rolling this podcast? We just yeah, I mean, for now what's we. Your, what's we, your thoughts? Yeah, so what? I like to pick your brain. Up. Yeah, no, that's fine. I mean, because I, like I you know, I, I'm somebody who throws out a whole bunch of stuff, right? Throw, 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 throw. What sticks, and then pull 
the things that's working, you know, back in close and then go strong on those things, right? So yeah. you, if you can see, that's how we came out the gate, right? We yeah. came out the gate, we launched, you know, our, our Lord of Sports uh, tennis program, which was great, you know. Uh, so we'll be launching another uh, round of that this fall. Um, we also are going to be doing some um, some fishing, you know, uh, in in in, uh, in Forest Hill at the pond, you know. So we're going to be doing some of that. Uh, so stay tuned for those. Um, we're still, you know, we're going to continue with this podcast, trying to see, you know, get get our guests invited, you know, to the show, and we're going to continue to kind of just continue to reach out to the to the to the people to see, you know, how they want to be involved you know, into the work that we're doing here in Loiter. I had something, I forgot it. Oh, oh, I got it, bro. Um, what's, what's the, what's the, poten- what's the percentage of this failing and not working? <laughs> and don't answer that, Ock. Don't answer that, Ock. This is a, I'm, I'm, a, I'm leading that into, um, I saw something on Elon Musk, bro. Mm-hmm. He's doing SpaceX. He's doing Tesla, and he's doing something else. I c- I can't remember what it was, and he had it down to the percentage, the failure percentage of it, Ock, and it was low. Mm-hmm. He was like a ten percent, ten percent rate of it failing and not working, and you know it kind of. I was like, damn. Well, he he did it anyway. You know what I'm saying? So it said it said a lot to me, like. I was just like thinking like when you starting something it's not guaranteed to to do it or to win or to make it right so um you know you just see teslas you see spacex it's rockets going and and you know so they was just kind of talking about his work ethic and they was talking about that he um i don't know if he had a hundred million or whatever he had but he put like half the dough in Mm -hmm. right so it was like you know, it wasn't going so good. So he had he put fifty million in. He's buying rockets. He's doing this stuff. He's running from Tesla to SpaceX to something else all week long. He's flying, leaving out Saturday, going to SpaceX, going back to Tesla. Like he's working as an engineer. He's doing all of this stuff, and it was either closed down. I don't know if it was SpaceX or Tesla or put the other fifty million, bro. Mm-hmm. So I'm like thinking like to myself, like, damn, well. But I would have just sat on that other 50 million or I mean, so it's like when you drove driven to to do something, you just he just all in. Yeah. But this is another part that like kind of tripped me out, too, was that I saw him on an interview and he was almost in tears, choked up, talking to a, a, a um talking to a, a reporter or something because he they was they brought up. Armstrong, I guess Charles Armstrong or whoever on the astronaut Neil 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 Armstrong and another astronaut, and they asked him about SpaceX and he was like, "Nah, we not feeling." They they was they they didn't like Elon. I'm gonna say they didn't like him, but they wasn't all for SpaceX. Mm -hmm. He was heartbroken, and I'm like thinking, like, damn, this man did all his work, no matter how outlandish it is. You know, he's proven a lot of success on what he's doing. and to have people not support you, even though you've proven what you're doing at that level, is deep to me. Yeah, I mean, you, I don't, I know you know this, but people may not know this about me. I, I, I'm very, 
you just feel you just let me know a bunch of stuff because I don't I don't I don't be looking at like current events all like that. So you always yeah you it always was it was more know. on his work ethic yeah, right. Yeah. So it it kind of opened me up, man, because we always kind of looking at something like I never look at the failure rate of something. I'm always just like the 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 the, the, the winning rate of it, right? So because it's like some stuff that. I'm doing like I'm kind of questioning some of the stuff that I'm doing now like damn like I'm kind of worried about this class or worried about moving over into this nonprofit space you know what I'm saying it's like a lot of moving parts that I'm kind of questioning it you know and it's based off of me I know scared that it's not gonna do it or I'm worried about that instead of worried about the other the other part of it right so the winning part of it it's like, you know, no, I, that, I don't want to get too heavy. No, that that is heavy, <laughs> and no, it makes a lot of sense though. Because look, there's there's a there's a there's a saying, and and especially in entrepreneurship, you know, fail fast, right? Mm-hmm. You know, because if you fail slow, you know, number one, mm-hmm. it's more, you know, it's more expensive, and number two, VIP, um, yeah, viable, exactly. viable, MVP, MVP, yeah, MVP. Yeah. Yep, minimum viable product. Minimum viable product. Yeah. So Dope. if you fail fast, you don't. Then number one, it's less expensive, and number two, it doesn't eat at you. So what? What? And but but in saying that, who who can fail fast? What do you have to have to be able to fail fast? Money. Yeah. You know what I mean, just, yeah. yeah, we we got the resources that we got, so. Uh, that's a that's the problem yeah too. so the problem is is that i don't have no money <laughs> yeah no it, exactly so the, the people the wealthiest people they 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 have the ability you know to say well you know what i'm risking it all well yeah, because you got 100 million yeah, well, well, the table. Well, yeah exactly but so when you when we operate from this mindset of of, of scarcity right this is what you're describing you're describing is this mindset of scarcity that well, I don't want to lose all that I've been working on because if I do, what do I have next, right? So the risk, you know, doesn't match the reward on, on when you when you're underfunded, when you when you're undersupported, um, both you know both both with um, and whatever resources you you know you're looking for to for support. So the 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 fail the fail fast moniker works for the status quo right you can't yeah. you know so because those those in the hood fail it's over with it is done you don't have I no seen dude, i didn't seen dudes yeah. take the wrong major and their life was over exactly and that and did they fail fast yeah they did and they done so I've when seen, if you I've have backup dudes. dollars so if you got backup dollars to pick you up off the ground after you fail fast then that means that you're able to fail fast but like you said, the, 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 these brothers and sisters out here in the hood that's failing fast with no rich uncles or, or, or grandmas and grandpas to pick them back up after they fail fast, to support them and pull them back up and say, oh, that was smart. Now, what did you learn from those failures? We don't have that luxury. Peak, uh, we call it, it's a little slang term, but basically peaked out. Like like they made it, they peaked. Like some dudes had they peak in elementary school. Mm-hmm. That was it. Yeah. Like, dudes was flunking twice at Caledonia. Caledonia was an elementary school up on the hill. I was seeing guys. Well, I ain't not to see them, but I talked to dudes later, 
right? Like just bumping into a cat, man. And guys flunked the second, I mean, flunked twice. I flunked the second grade. Everybody know what I talk about it all the time, but guys flunked twice. So that means you're going to be two years behind. Mm-hmm. So think about it. Like you're not even really hit adolescence yet and you are already two years behind. It's You're done. Finish, bro. Yeah. Like what you look like being 20 years old at Shaw High, bro. It's not going to happen, bro. Yeah. So you either going to get your GED or... Don't hate on the GED. I got the GED. No, GED is cool. But like dudes, dudes just wasn't doing a GED. Yeah, exactly. My mother was like. Because of of the stigma around it. I even remember Chris Rock. (laughs) He remember he talked about the GED. I got, actually I was pissed when I, when he was talking about the GED. I was laughing, but I was kind of mad because he said the GED means good enough degree. (laughs) (laughs) But that's the stigma around GED. At the end of the day, if you're 20 years old and you have wealth, Right. Think about this. Do do we care that you didn't finish school if you got money? Absolutely not. Right now, not now. I mean, back then, right? But not now, two thousand twenty-one. Heck no, bro. It don't well, matter well, what you got. If well, you got the work and you can exactly. show the work, exactly. You good. But even back then, those people who failed out, right? The stigma of failure affects black folks way more than it does white folks because they've celebrated failure in entrepreneurship as being the answer to learning on the fly, it's right? Part of it. It's part yeah. of it. So so the beauty of failure, right? You, you see, read articles in a Harvard Business Review about, oh, the beauty of failure and like what the learning from failure. But failure to us, we come in it like, man, B is for bum. Like you better get all A's, right? You know what I mean? That's what yeah. you telling our I mean, kids. It's, it's, it's a mindset, yeah, right? Yeah. So, so I make sure I tell my kids, listen, man, the best, the, what we're looking for uh, out of you is to try and to lean onto your support system. That's that's really, and you mentioned this earlier around, like the the mentality and how long does it take for us to get there as a people and as a community uh, to be able to do some of the work that we're doing is really around like that mindset development to make sure that we're getting where we need to get. And that's being okay with failure and an understanding that, that, over demanding you know success in in a prescriptive way and already have a pre 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 i guess a premeditated view on what success looks and feels like right we need to be able to let our children and our communities explore what success you know looks and feels like and deliver based off of the learning so we're kind of like what loiter and what you and i are doing right now even on this podcast we ain't got no we don't have any notes we're learning on I the fly. You had notes. At, well, I got the feedback. Cause no, I, go ahead, cut it on. All right, but okay. All right, but all right, okay. All right, but no, <laughs> but <laughs> because we had the feedback from my phone. No, go ahead. And I'm sweating up in this kitchen. Uh, it's too hot. <laughs> Look, man. I mean, we could swing it towards talking about something else. No, yeah. So we could talk about relationships. I, no, I ain't talking about and relationships. Love. Well, love. Well, love. <laughs> well, love is part of one of, the, one of what we're trying to do. But lo- love, and love in a way that you know, like, wh- why is love important to the work that we do? You know, um, how I challenge anybody in Northeast Ohio to find the group of people that love their city the way that East Clevelanders love their city. 
Well, they having the, the class reunion, the all year class reunion parties. They didn't have one since COVID, so it's gonna be huge. They they was having that at Forest Hill Park, and then they would go down on Euclid and kick it. It's a all day thing. What's the right? date on that this year? Isn't it? I don't the, know if I saw that. Like they got the T-shirts. I saw a chick with a Shaw shirt on yesterday. Let me see. I need to make is. a. I need to make a Shaw shirt. Bro. Did you see the new logo? No. Oh, it's raw. It's a to class do. of '89. I could talk about. I could talk about the old Shaw, all day long, bro. Yeah. What? What? what, Corp, what Corp yeah. What, what's we the old? Like, hey, speaking of old Shaw, before had, you get into wait, it. Wait, 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 wait let me wait, go. No, wait, wait. <laughs> because you gotta talk about why did they tear down that beautiful building and put up that 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 new one? But anyway, uh, but I got. So, we can have so a whole on, talk on, about us on. destroying beautiful architecture in communities, replacing them with, you know, a new facility just to say look you got a new school like this was an iconic building the same with kirk that was torn down you know instead of rehabbing and when you drive up to to heights uh, they did the same thing no uh, yes they did they, they didn't tear it down they they, they rehabbed re- it uh, i guess the the, the 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 they they rehabbed it it's different they they leveled these buildings uh and so the outside of heights is beautiful it's period it looks stately whereas the new shaw building in my opinion looks you know commoditized you know it doesn't look stately you look at the old picture of shaw versus the new picture of so that's the uh but anyway talk about the old shaw no i was just about to talk about i i mean i got so many stories right so from 86 to basically 89 like we had the we had like three lunch rooms. We had, I think, the Corp, the Tech, and I can't think of the other one. Damn, I need to, I need to be able to name these. But the Tech, the Tech was like the older lunch room that was in the basement, and then we had another lunch room that was like newer. But the Tech was like the grimy. Tech was like that's that new logo right there. That's. Uh, that's hot, the tech, huh? the tech was like the trenches, bro. If you, if you, you had to go on the tech at your own risk. Back then, it's like I want to say, like Shaw remind me of, of 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 being at like the DH or like the like Mansfield Correctional. I mean, that's how wild it was in the eighties, like wild, doc. Like you had to really protect yourself with a crew. This is the the problem that I had was that I really wasn't from down the way. I'm from up the way. So we more like closer to like heights. Right. Yeah, y'all was so, called the pretty boys on Yeah, here, we was like pretty boys, <laughs> bro. We had like I talk about East Cleveland back in the day, but we had shit, bro. Mm-hmm. I had like I had all the J's. I had all the uh starter coats, the hats. Like just my mama had me fresh, bro. I was a fly dude, bro, and I used to get hated on, bro. But I had, a, I had, Cause a, you, you was, know, because you, you were from the heights, huh? even though you went, to, even though you but, was on the border. But we wasn't soft though. That was the thing. Like, like dudes would try to run up on us and get clapped, bro. Like we wasn't, we wasn't soft. You know what I'm saying? So 
don't don't do that. Don't 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 classify me as heights. But look, I, I, I'm just I, look. I'm I we had, I just I witnessed it. I witnessed right, it. I was younger. I didn't. I just saw. I just saw it unfold because my y'all was jealous because y'all ain't have nothing. <laughs> we had we had stuff. We had two cars up here, garage, peach trees in the back. You know what I'm saying? Like like we had gold cables. Like we had stuff, bro. We was the fly dudes coming down there to shop, bro. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> so so we had another we had another lunchroom. I don't know if that was the core or whatever, but it would be a DJ in there. And we would be in there breakdancing, bro. They had the ice cream. I mean, it was dope. You know what I'm saying? Like, the thing is, like, that was se- sixth and seventh grade was lunch. Some dudes went to lunch and never. I cut a little bit. I only cut when it was necessary. You know what I'm saying? Like, but I ain't going to talk about why I'll be cutting. But um, my mother uh was working at, um, I ain't going to say what she was working, but because she wanted to be private. But she was had swing shifts. Right, so she would be home sometimes during the day and then leave back out. So I couldn't cut all like that. She would catch me. So every time she would catch me, like, well, she didn't catch me all the time, but she could like caught me once, like, "What you doing up here?" I'm like, "Mom, I had to take it. I had to use the bathroom." So, okay, so my mother gave me a. My mother was like, uh, "Let my son leave for lunch. Elementary school. I could leave for lunch. I, I would go to McDonald's or the Treacher's and come back." Like, my mother wasn't not bringing me the food. I could leave by myself, which is crazy because I was too young to be leaving by myself and going a couple blocks up to McDonald's and coming back. So I'll go up to McDonald's. And, that, and that was a policy? What? That that was an acceptable thing to do at Caledonia? I don't think so. Like, I, don't, I was too young to be leaving Caledonia and going almost four blocks to McDonald's by myself to come back. So, like, how did, so who, had who approved it? I don't know. I had a pass where I could leave. I went to McDonald's, right? Boom. Yeah. Uh, I say that was probably. I don't know. I was way growner than I supp- should have been back in the day. I was, that's I've been interesting. A, so I the other thing grown- is, I was thinking about this the other day. So wait, let me wait. Hold on, wait. Go. No, because now my brain is thinking go, about go, something. Go. Did y'all get paddled in elementary school? Huh? Yeah, remember but I that? never did. Yeah, but remember that? Huh? Yeah. That was a big deal. It was at, called corporal, Shaw, corporal punishment, right? Shaw, yeah, I yeah, did. I took, did. Some, I took some paddles when I was older. Yeah. that, that, that Shaw. Could you imagine? I was talking to somebody because on the East Coast, they they couldn't believe that that was a... a uh, a legal thing to do in the school in the elementary schools <laughs> but but look though uh, we are to wait, real quick our principal uh, had a a, a paddle well, they used to have names of paddles uh, mm-hmm. and his paddle in the office was called the board of education uh, that was sitting in the corner and then uh the the music teacher had a paddle called Mr. Wiggles on. Mm. And so we that was part of like, so when you talk about like the mentality, the mindset, we still remember people who are our age. Uh, you know, this is how systemic this stuff is. Uh, you, <laughs> we got beat in school. Uh, it was sanctioned beatings in public school. Uh, what's so crazy about it is like it was a better option 
Is it really up? It was a better option. Yeah. Is it I'd really? take the paddle versus having be um in school suspension for for days. I can can't can't maneuver, can't move. Like it was that that was the option that we had at Shaw's. Like take this paddle, or at Shaw, this ain't we ain't talking about elementary school. That's traumatic. Like I never got the paddle in elementary elementary <laughs> school. Is too young to be getting that wood. When you older, 16, 17, then yeah, I'll take the wood, bro. Like, we want a man up and full that sting. It's cool. <laughs> I, it's like, you want in-school suspension, out-of-school suspension, or take this wood real quick. I'm like, bro, give me this wood real quick. Bow. Man, I wonder when that You pop- never, You ever got the wood? Uh, yeah, I got Mr. Wiggles, huh? You did? I got Mr. Wiggles, That's your Wiggles, problem, Mark. Huh? You got Mr. Wiggles too young. Yeah, I got, yeah exactly. How old uh, was you? Uh... I was in fifth grade, huh? Wow. Fifth grade, huh? Mr. Wiggles. Wow. Miss Lee. I still love you, Miss Lee. I don't know. I remember you wow. the music teacher over at Focus Scope. The teacher would take me in the hallway, bro. I wonder what. I'm, I'm, I'm about to Google right now. When did it go? When, when, did, when did that become illegal? And was it one of those issues, like issue nine, like corporal punishment out of the schools? I mean, Miss Newman was taking me outside the classroom and shaking me violently, bro right in the corner in the dark so i'd rather have a, the legal sanction of mr wiggles than some old shady stuff <laughs> you know what i'm saying in the corner shaking me like rattling me because i'm being a comedian bro i was a funny dude in school bro they want to stifle my 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 creativity me being an artist me being me bro it was like the way that this, the, the, they were just molding you to be what? I don't know. They didn't understand this. This was the problem. Like, we, the black folks in the 70s knew what was going on and the awareness, the black awareness, the black pride and trusting a building full of strangers to look after their future leaders and their future creators and their future, future heroes, huh? They sent us over there in that building, Caledonia and Kirk and Monica. You know what I'm saying? They sent us over there with a bunch of strangers that didn't understand us. Yeah. And sat back and, you know, trusted trusted these people with us. I can now understand us. Not even now. Yeah. No. So I'm looking at sorry, I was I was I was ahead, looking this up. Uh, I was curious. I July two thousand and nine. So you were able to get this is in July 2009. Ohio passed a ban. Go ahead. Ohio passed a ban on corporal punishment in its public schools, becoming the 13th state in the United States to do so. So, is there is there a uh, correlation? Uh, what <laughs> with uh, the state of the world, <laughs> the state of the state of the youth? Uh, and the lack of corporal punishment not <laughs> we can't answer that question but I do know that um, I'm glad that I that they got rid of it 97 so let's land this plane bro did we did we no, uh, we yeah. we ain't really getting. I was really. like, huh? We ain't really getting nothing that good today. Dang. Well, we need to stay on task, team. We can't because we can't if we ain't. If you feel like we ain't really getting nothing good, 
I think I don't know. What do you think? I I think it's good. I mean, I can I can I can edit it. Yeah. I can cut it up. I can add a clip or something. You and want maybe full even. blown bullet points and hitting the task, bang, 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 bang. No, no, no. I I like the banter. I I like the okay. stories. Right. I like well, it going in between. Okay. Yeah, no, yeah, no. I no. I like I like I like it going in there. Um. So, but we are gonna close this thing out. I'm gonna ask you a couple of questions though, if that's cool with Go you. Go ahead. Um. You always got me asking. Look, I mean, look, I mean, I'll chime in a little bit, but at the end of the day, like. What we're trying to do is, is, is deliver on a couple things, right? Like the, the, the number one thing is when, like, what is, like, you asked this question earlier, like, what, what is, what, actually, actually how about, how about I do this? Excuse me. I never asked, answered your question around, like, the, the, the success, path of success, you push through, that yeah, kind of stuff. Thank you. Right. So I think. I think no matter what we pushing through, right? Um, and Cause why? Because of be, you've you you well you've been here before. Yeah, it's not new to me. I mean, you, you at the end of the day, what we're looking at is, and we drive by it every day. If you're in East Cleveland, you leave East Cleveland, you either going up into the Heights, or you're driving through University Circle, right? Or you're driving on the freeway. Or you're going out to Euclid, right? That's that's the four points: north, east, west, south, right? That's mm-hmm, what you're doing. Mm-hmm. So you're gonna see if you're on Euclid Avenue, going to Euclid, go, going to University Circle. Where you gonna see? You're gonna see a multi-million-dollar development, right? That's within a mile of your house, right? Mm-hmm. And what does that do to your psyche? Does mm-hmm. it does it remind you like, oh man, this ain't for you, right? Absolutely. So it does. So that sort of like anger and like kind of like man dang when, when when can we get it right that 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 that's fueling a lot of this work like we deserve what other communities have especially if you are continuing to just be blatant about it like the bridge is here development stops right a line is drawn here development stops right so we're demanding economic justice for the, for, for people of east cleveland we're demanding ec- just economic development, you know, utilizing the resources and assets that are present in East Cleveland. And we want those assets to serve the people that have been left here to toil away. So this is not just about business. This is about activism and, and, and putting demands on our public officials, our private investors, our philanthropists to say, look, enough's enough. Mm-hmm. East Cleveland deserves it. And not just East Cleveland, but all black cities that are entering realities, entering sur- suburbs. By the way, you said the other day. Or, or, or what's the alternative if that don't happen? What's going to happen we to the city? We're going. It's going. It's going to go. Oh, it's going can to it be. Can it get any more? Can it get any better than it is? No. Uh, it's the poorest city in the state. Uh. Can it get worse though? I mean, financially. Can is it, it get worse? Is it, I don't think so. Is it, is it as bad as Detroit? Is the whole... Here's the thing. Real quick. Good question. Detroit versus East Cleveland, right? So you got to remember East Cleveland. Huh? There's no interests in East Cleveland. Outside interests. So which means if there's no outside interest, you got to create the interest. You got to create the anchors. We got to create those stabilizing is one anchor factors. enough? No, of course not. Huh? 
That's why we are developing multiple within the loiter ecosystem, right? And we don't need we don't need a study or a consultant to tell us what our community needs are. There's no bank. There's no grocery store. There's no bakery. There's an ice cream shop. There's, you know, all it is is fast food and liquor. That's the transactions and, and beauty and, and beauty shops. Mm-hmm. You know, that's a generalized statement, but we know what it is. Mm-hmm. So what we're doing is we're inviting people to come in and establish a community that's owned by the people that have been left here toiling away. You know, sitting in the wasteland that 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 extractive capitalism has created. That's all. Let me let me ask you real quick. If they do have a, a um, shout out to Shaw High and anybody who went to Shaw Kirk East Cleveland residence, all of that good stuff. Um, I don't know if you could leave a comment or whatever, but you know about your experience with Shaw and all that stuff. But would you? Uh, I hate to cut you off. No, you go ahead. You what are you thinking about setting up a it'd be nice to set up a table or something um at the at the all Shaw reunions at 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 um oh, at Forest Park. Hill, yeah. Yeah, so I didn't go to Shaw, remember? So I I mean that's gonna be on you to reach oh, out. You gosh. you 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 don't anyway, know. Okay. They look anyway, at me as we'll like oh, dude, I'm I'm the I'm the weird homeschooler dude, huh? They they you know, you, you thought you had it bad as the as the, the, the heist no, boy I mean, going we to could Shaw. Just be, no, but no, I, mean, I think you're right. I mean the the thing is like <laughs> you can actually set up a podcast table right there. Oh, we should do it. Oh yeah, actually that's a good idea. So yeah, we somebody got the headphones. Yeah, we that's, got the headphones. Yeah. We just need a table with the table lord or tablecloth and the lord or banner or something. Yeah, uh, let's and do some it. Brochures let's reach and out. Some, and yeah, some. let's reach out. If y'all listening, you know, re- get at us because I think that's a great idea to talk about it and chronicle, you know, know the I history. Be, I don't know why I be adding more work and to not, myself. Bro. Yeah, that's beautiful <laughs> work. That's beautiful. But we don't even know the day, Doc. We 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 ain't doing no okay, research. Right. Let's see these other people, Doc. Like, Here's what people don't understand. These people be doing these podcasts. They got teams behind them. <laughs> they got the dates written out of stuff, the stuff that they're gonna talk about. They got like little facts that they can bring out. Yeah, that's gonna um, that's cool. gonna come. So that's if you cool. if if again if you again high schooler, this, this is, wait, this no, this is, is just my, content. Look, you, you always ask me about the the, the call to action. Okay, right, ahead, right. Ahead, look, now I'm trying to you know pay attention to your your little advice here. So so the call to action is if you are a high schooler at Shaw, a junior high schooler that's looking to intern and do some work with us as we develop this narrative of, narrative for East Cleveland, get at us too. And if you're a, ch- a parent of somebody who wants to be involved in creating positive uh, conversation around East Cleveland and, and part of this narrative control and narrative change, uh, you know, definitely, you know, send up a, send us a message. Dope. What's the what's the what's the number? Email. Oh, oh, you text me or call me eight zero two three eight zero four six five one, or you can just email it at ismail i s m a i l at loiter dot us, or you can even send it to um Jamal Jamal at loiter dot us. I doubt you dope, don't even you don't dope, even check the email. Uh, it's your man Jay working <laughs> signing off with my man. All right, yep, we out. Thank you. Oh, what? what? Look, I just said it's your man Jay working signing off, and you like, yep, we out. You supposed to say your handle on. It's your man Jay working signing off with my man. Yeah, this. Uh, I don't got no handle on. You do, Izzy. Izzy here. <laughs> Ain't that it? Ain't Izzy yeah, here? Izzy, all right, Izzy working. Izzy working signing off too. Uh, he, but, you ain't the only one that's working. Uh, man, <laughs> you are working.